2: And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. I am just amazed at how fast this year has gone, but boy, has it been a long one, and I am ready for the holiday break coming up. We have just two more shows left tonight and next week. Next week is going to be our holiday wishes call, the annual call, where we do a whole worldwide group meditation, and we go all of our intentions and all of our our good stuff that we want to bring in um, for 2014 into our big. Uh, global bin of creation, if you will, and we're going to be doing that um, next week to bring everything forward together as a, as a community for 2014. Today, however, it's just me and Sam and you, or Sam and me and you, or however you want to say it, and we are going to be talking all about clearing out. Uh, the old letting in the new, and I'm going to be doing some uh, some outlook readings. So um, these have been extremely popular. I haven't done readings all year, with the exception of the radio show, and I opened up uh, a round of readings, um, I guess, a couple weeks ago, and I cannot believe how many. I mean, we sold out of the first the first block in like two or three days, and um, and I opened up another block. Uh, a few, a few more at this holiday gratitude rate, which is $99 for a half hour. So, if and that's normally $150. And I have a couple of spots left. I have about three spots left in that block, um, and then we'll be moving back to our regular price. So, um, if you'd like to get a reading, a full reading, uh, you can go to slash 2014 aha moments com forward slash two zero one four readings um with an s and you can sign up there and get one of the last uh, those last spots we will definitely get those spots done in december I, I think that's what i have left in my schedule i'm not sure i, I don't even know anymore <laughs> Gina's just been you know saying, okay we have another we have another so i'm just going 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 but um i would love to work with you And this these particular readings are a little different than what I've done in the past with Angel and Akashic readings. These readings are really, the guys are kind of on fire. I think it's because I took time off and so I got, you know, my batteries recharged and um, they're coming up with very specific prescriptions that are very um, customized to each person so I found it um, to be pretty fascinating what's what's coming through for folks and um, everybody seems to be really excited. A lot of people are actually signing up for another one before the end of the month so um, so that's been pretty exciting. but um, but what the reason why I'm bringing that up is because these prescriptions are really uh, very tactical, tangible things that you should or can you know choose to do to help you to accelerate with whatever it is that um, that comes up for you in, in, in a reading. So this is a this is a fun time and uh, and I'll be doing these um, this month maybe the beginning of January, and then we go into our next big set of programs, time for the private work. So I'm just trying to fit these in um, in the meantime. So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, clearing tonight because – oh, and before I even get into that, I see there's a ton of you already on, <laughs> and Sam is going to be taking your names and putting you in the queue to to, to chat with me in a few minutes for the reading. Um, If you'd like to call in for a reading, you're listening in online or on Skype, you can call in to talk with me at 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. So, and I'll just, Jim's working on that. So you'll hear his voice first and then you'll hear me. Please stay by your phone. Um, also, when I start to do the reading, so that you don't miss it, we've a, a few people have missed actually missed me popping in and <laughs> for your reading because you go off and do other things. And also, I'm just going to ask before um, we start that uh, you, you come up with one specific question that's not like, okay, can you tell me about relationships? Because it's a radio show, we have like you know a couple of minutes. Um, if you could come up with something um, that's that's kind of targeted and pointed, that would be very helpful. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about clearing while you guys are lining up in there and and Sam's getting you all um, registered um, or checked in, I should say. And it's important because, you know, you hear it and you guys have been on the telesummits and you're here and I know you're going to a lot of telesummits and you hear a lot of speakers and everything and everyone says, you know, you can't really receive until things are cleared out. You actually can receive even if things aren't clear. <laughs> so don't you don't have to be like, a, you know, a clearing fanatic. Um, and you don't have to be perfect in order to receive. So I want to start it off with that because a lot of people, you know, especially if you're going from, you know, you're listening from practitioner, practitioner, practitioner on tele-summits. You listen to 20 speakers, 30 speakers, you know, you're going from, you know, across these different summits and you're hearing all these different people and then you're listening to all the different radio shows and everything. And you always hear everyone say, oh, I can help you clear. I get this out of you forever. I can go into your lineage and I can go into your, your, your past lives and your future lives and your multidimensional selves and clear all this stuff and then it will unleash the block. Well, you know, that's fine. And it's, you know, it is important, but it's not um, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to clear every single little thing in order to receive. Okay, so that's that's really important. I I've personally gotten stuff in that loop, um, and I've been working on my book. I've been doing a lot of writing and, and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting, and um, and the, and I've been getting a lot of new downloads, channel downloads for the book, and that's one thing that was coming up when I was working on our the section on clearing is that you really you know. This, that, that perfectionism that we have, um, you know, feeling like we're flawed and feeling like, you know, we have to, you know, there's all this stuff, you know, why isn't it working for us? Why isn't this thing coming through that you want so so much? Um, clearing is, yes, part of it. But the other part of it is willingness to receive it, you know, is the willingness to... Um, to, to actually get it. A lot of people actually kind of like not being clear <laughs> because the responsibility of receiving what it is you're asking for, you know, that whole thing, be careful what you wish for, sometimes is very overwhelming and we may not even conscious. My suggestion is that you put yourself on what I call um, a regular energetic hygiene regime. So it's similar to brushing your teeth and, you know, shampooing your hair each day and all that good stuff and it's it's really a matter of, of small things add up you know small things are take help you to keep things flowing because it's not a matter of one big crescendo i said to someone about she oh i worked with so and so six years ago and i cleared all of that i did all that inner child work and i'm i'm good to go and i'm like well <laughs> yeah really have you been living in a box because Think about it. We are always being exposed to a variety of different toxins. We're being exposed not only to, you know, those normal things, the pollutants and all that, but we're being exposed to energetic toxins. And every time you go, we're all connected on this energetic grid, and every time someone has a bad day or a bad mood or, you know, they get disappointed or they're angry or whatever, they're dumping that heavy emotion into the grid, into the into the greater so we're kind of slogging through that in addition to our own stuff so just like you do a regular shower you know or you take a take a bath you want to, you want to kind of energetically do that on a regular basis not just waiting for you know one of the big energy healers you know to come in and and zap zappo you or anything like that you can do this stuff on your own okay the energy healers that we have on the shows and everything, they're wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't have them on the show if I didn't like them and didn't believe in them and didn't, you know, hadn't had some experiences in myself. But what I'm finding is that a lot of times we start to think, okay, unless I can afford a big session with XYZ, I can't get clear to receive ABC. And that's not true. It's just not true. So let's talk about um, some things you can do on your own that are extraordinarily powerful, extraordinarily potent, that will set you up just fine to get the things that you desire. And then what the big kahuna energy healers do, okay, is that they help you to get rid of things that will make your, your creating more efficient. And when I say that, it means that, you know, like when you drive a car, you have a four-cylinder engine Um, and you're trying to get on the parkway or the freeway or whatever you call it in your your geographic region, Um, and you have to slam your foot down to the floor to get up to 60, right? It might take, you know, a couple of minutes to get up to 60. Then if you upgrade to a sports car and you go to zero to 60 in, you know, 10 seconds, okay? It's more efficient, right? You have a bigger engine. Maybe you have a lighter weight car, um, I know I had a, many moons ago, I had a Mustang GT, and I had been driving a Ford Escort, um, and it got totaled and whatever, a whole other story. And um, so I got a, a, a Mustang GT. And I went from this little four-cylinder stick shift um, Ford Escort to this very, very souped-up two-seater, you know, well, I guess it has four seats, but it's two-door. And and it had, like, a V8 engine. And I remember putting my foot on that gas pedal like I would have in my four-cylinder, you know, because you switch from one car to the other. And I remember putting my foot down in the parking lot and, like, getting whiplash, right, because it was just, like, it, like, jumped out from underneath me. I literally had to learn how to drive that more, that you know, the, the more souped-up car. And it took a lot less energy, a lot less pressure of my foot for it to go because it was lighter weight, it had a bigger engine, okay? So it took less work on my part for it to, to get up to speed. Well, when you do a regular energetic hygiene regime, that's what you're, you're doing. And, and it, it, it's kind of cleaning, um, but then when you get, then you get like a, a Rudy Hunter or you get a Dane here or, you know, some of the other, like Kenji or a Moss, a J D and to support you and they give you some big healing, some big, quote, clearing, unquote, what they do is they give, they upgrade your active. You know, they kind to give you like, they're like the dentist. They're like the root canal. But you have to brush your teeth in between. And quite frankly, they can't, you know, there's only so much they can do in a short period of time if um, you're not kind of carrying your weight all along. So a couple of the... Um, And one other distinction I want to bring up, because this actually was channeled for me for the book earlier this week, and it was such a powerful analogy. And one of the things my guide said to me is, you know, everything has a positive and a negative, obviously. Everything has um, something that's useful and something that's discarded as waste. And that means that, like, for instance, if you were going to use an egg, Right? You're going to crack an egg and you're going to make an omelet or a cake or something. You would crack the egg open. You expect that you're going to use the egg white and the yolk, right? Or, you know, you're into the whites, only the egg whites, whatever. But you're going to use the internal part of the egg, but you're going to cast off the eggshell, right? You're going to throw it away because it's waste. Now, the egg is a positive thing. You hold this egg and it's full, fully intact in your hand and it's a very positive thing, right? It's an egg. And you expect that, though, that not the whole egg is usable. There's a piece that's usable, and there's a piece that, you know, the packaging that it comes in that we discard. Well, that happens with everything. So when we are dealing with bull, we kind of hold them to the standard that we, everybody has, you know, that people have to kind of be perfect to be in our world for us not to be upset. But everybody has some aspect that's not so great right? So we kind of, you know, with our family members, we put up with more, with, you know, with our, you know, bosses, we put up with less, you know, like we we have like different levels of how much of a, of the, 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 quote, waste part we're willing to put up with. But I think that what we do is we hold ourselves and we hold everyone else to this standard that if we see anything that seems off, we glob on that, that offness. And we forget about the egg and the yolk, you know, the yolk and the white part, the the usable part. And we focus only on, you know, it's like standing over the trash can and looking at the eggshells and saying, but why? And it's like, okay, but you just used a whole egg. You made a beautiful omelet. You've gotten protein. You've got, you know, your hair is going to look prettier. Your nails are going to grow. But, you know, you're focused on the shell that's in the garbage can. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is because it's really important to, to to allow yourself to not be perfect and release and not in, and and you are not necessarily expected in order to receive on the grid manifesting all that other all the fancy words it's there's, there's no perfection expected you know even in the Bible it says the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains right so you just really need to kind of be where you are and consistently be willing to let things go. And even if they're not finished, this is another thing when it comes to clearing, people feel like, okay, well, I cleared this piece, now I have to clear that, then I have to clear that, then I have to clear that, and then I'll be able to get what I want. Well, you know, you don't, you don't have to be perfect, and you don't have to stay in the perpetual state of clearing. You can clear a bit, receive. Clear a bit more, receive some more and if you're doing doing clearing on a consistent basis where it's like a daily thing then um you're gonna you're gonna keep that flow you know because there's always something to swoop off for the day right i mean you don't go from one end of your day all the way to the other end of the day and feel perfect right there's always something to to let go of um so so a couple of i'm going to give you three three of my top things that i like to do for for clearing one is it, well, depending on how gunked up things are, there's two ways to clear the energy home. And that is smudging, which I think all of you probably know about. But that's where you get the sage and the, you know, a smudge stick and you burn like dried sage. And you let it smoke and you, you know, sort of wave it around the room. You want to walk around your house clockwise. Well, actually, yeah, you want to walk around your house clockwise and just, you know, wave the... the smoke around and make sure you open your windows and let that get out because whatever is on the lighting, on the smoke, all that energy, it needs to leave the house. A lot of people leave their windows shut and, you know, the energy just stays there. But one of the better actually clearings um, that I've found for sort of resetting the energy in your home is um, a, getting a, like a, a pan of like a, a pot and putting Epsom salt in the bottom and then some rubbing alcohol and then setting it on fire. Now, you want to do this on your stove, and that is like it clears everything. It literally takes you to a blank slate. Now, you don't want to, like, create a bonfire. You just want to cover it up, and you'll see, you know, when you light it, you want to just cover, you know, basically cover the Epsom salt with the rubbing alcohol, and then you light it. And what you can do is if you make a list of things that you'd like to let go of, you can put it in there um, and burn that, and that just gives you a nice clean slate. Um, one of the other things you can do, and Doreen Virtue was big on this one, is you can um, if let's say you want to stop really nagging you a person or a situation, you can write that down and put it in a like a Ziploc bag and um, or a Dixie cup, and you can freeze it. And when you freeze it, you release it. And that actually worked a lot. That actually worked because you kind of freeze the situation so that it, it starts to dissipate. It's actually, it was actually a really good thing. Then yeah, you can also take it out. You can also bury it. So there's all different kinds of indigenous ways to, to do clearing. But I find that that um, alcohol salt is phenomenal at just taking the things down to, you know, just taking things down to zero and giving you a nice, clean slate. And the other thing is, for those of you who celebrate Christmas, one of the best things you can do is have a live Christmas tree. The pine is the, um, fresh pine is one of the best clearing elements known to man. I mean, it, on, on earth, it is, it is amazing um, to clear. It, it, when you bring a, a live tree into your home, what it does is it absorbs, all of this stuff that's been going on for the whole year, and it literally gives you a gift of clearing. Most people don't know that, but that um, it, it, it that's a secondary, you know, that's another function of of having that live tree. So I know there's all kinds of ideas about live trees and blah 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 blah, and a lot of people don't celebrate Christmas and all that. So if you have a, if you want to use a, a pine wreath or you just want to get some pine branches or you want to use pine scent in a diffuser, it's a really good clearing element um, to have in the home, and it's you know obviously it's not toxic. The other thing I will say, and then we can see that you guys, there's a lot of you who want me good boys, okay, um, is uh, a salt bath. Now, this is interesting because we, I talk about salt baths all the time, but recently I was doing a, just some research came across my desk and it, it was it was really kind of uh, reinforcing something that I had, had been on my mind anyway. And that is that, you know, we're dealing with a tremendous amount of um, electromagnetic waves. We're dealing with uh, Wi-Fi in our homes. We're dealing with... Um, you know, in the, every, you know, Starbucks and, and the libraries and the, you know, you know bookstores on all the different stores and stuff. So we're kind of, we're actually being exposed to a lot more radiation than ever before. If you happen to be intuitive and psychic and all that, and you've been feeling kind of heavy and exhausted, and everybody is intuitive, don't get me wrong about that, but if you happen to be sensitive, which most people listen to the show are, um, you might be feeling like draggy almost like you've been in front of your computer too long even if you haven't and that's because our bodies are really kind of getting to their limits of you know processing radiation because it kind of hasn't we weren't built to do that so um, I was always a big you know lover of like the Himalayan salt bath where you take like the pink Himalayan salt and use it in your tub but I I've kind of switched from that and Um, And and the reason being is just so that I can help my body to metabolize the radiation and and some of the more um, invisible energy pollutants that are um, very high right now. Um, And the way that you do that is the answer to it is baking soda. So I I can't, it drives me crazy now, you know those of you who are on Facebook with me know that I can't stand when somebody brings like some big kind of horrible thing and then they they just dump it on you and say, oh, this is going on. It's like chicken with a little chicken with a little and they don't give you anything to do for it. So when I mention the radiation, I don't want anybody to panic because the antidote for it is is baking soda. And so the bath that has actually been also coming up a lot in um, our, our reading session with the, you know, in the prescription is two pounds of of dead sea salt so you can get like Mediterranean sea salt please don't pay five you know what is it $25 for five pounds at Whole Foods I'm sorry I love Whole Foods but you can get it from Trader Joe's uh, for like a $1.99 for a big thing of it so don't don't go and like break the bank on the salt but as long as it's Mediterranean sea salt you're good um, and then two cups so two cups of sea salt two cups of, of Epsom salt and a box of like Arm and Hammer baking soda, unopened, brand new box. Baking soda has a short shelf life, 20 or 30 days max. So you don't want to like use something that's been sitting in your cabinet. It won't have the same potency. You want to get a nice fresh box of it, and uh, and put all of that in your bath water. And you can add your little, you know, your lavender, your whatever, mint, whatever herbs you want. But I would say that, that bath. Um, from what I has been shared with me, and I know I've done several of them now, and I feel so much better in doing all the readings that I'm doing. And it's kind of slammed my system because there's a, you know, it's a big difference from doing a nightly show to doing, you know, 12 readings in a day or whatever. So um, this bath has really, really, really helped tremendously with just clearing and everything is just clean and crystal clear so that at the end of a the day, uh, there's no drag, on, you know, on my energy. It's it's actually a lift, um, very very powerful. So you want to give that a try, and I would say to add that into your routine. You want to try to do that at least once a week. And if you can do it more, then that's great. If you don't have a tub and you want to just do like a nice scrub of Epsom salt, sea salt, and baking soda, you can do that as well, and that will that will give um, give you some relief. And and it's really important, you guys. Really really important to um, to do this big reason and now I'm going to get to some reading big reason why it's important is that the energy is now faster than it's ever been before you're getting bombarded not only with a lot more access to your own intuition but a lot more information from the grid and it's going at much higher you know speed so yes it is more efficient but our bodies are now you know we've had the 2013 year to kind of get us over the okay we survived 2012 oh my gosh we're all still alive and our bodies have been acclimating, and our relationships, a lot of change has happened this year. So now going into 2014. Um, it's going to be the year to sort of to accelerate. You know, to, to, this year was to acclimate. Next year is to boom, accelerate, to, to really partner with the energy and to really see all the systems that we have at our disposal and to jet forward. All right? So, um, so hopefully that, that helps and gives you some, some insights. All right, I think we're going to take a quick break, and um, it'll be very quick, and then we'll come back, and we're going to get into some readings. I am just um, thrilled to see that so many of you would like to chat with me. Again, the call-in number is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mario, listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. We'll be right back.
0: We are back.
2: I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and today we're talking all about letting go of the old, bringing in the new, and we're going to start doing some uh, 2014 Outlook reading. So, um, again, if you'd like to call in, it's 347-215-9485, and Sam will say hi and get you in the queue to chat with me. So listen up, everyone. Um, We're going to take the first caller, and that is Claire from Portland, Oregon. Hello, Claire. How are you tonight?
0: Hi, Mari. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: Pretty good. I was just calling to find out if the guides have anything specific that I should be specifically focusing on for um, 2014.
2: Um, The first thing that comes up is career. And it feels like, um, are you working at a regular job now or are you in your own business?
0: I'm self-employed.
2: Okay. So the focus would be on being willing to receive more, by the way, of money by being willing to communicate uh, more about what you do in a bigger way. Because they say that you're hiding a little bit. They're showing me you ducking. <laughs> so I don't know if there's some kind of program or some kind of um, thing you were thinking about uh, as far as you know beefing up your marketing or something like that. But what they're saying, the, they're telling me, do that exercise we made you do last year, Mario. I'm like, okay. Um, so the exercise that they're saying that you should do. Here's your prescription is. Um, write a list of the things and answer this question. The question is, if I um, did the thing, what is the thing that I'm absolutely the most afraid of that if I did would double my business? And when you write that down, this is good for any entrepreneurs listening, you're going to come up, you know what you could be doing, but it scares, you know, living daylights out of you but it would really jump you forward. It might be writing the book. It might be for me. I remember writing down, doing a telesummit, and it was before I'd done a telesummit, and I was you know, traumatized by the whole thing. But I wrote it down, and, I, and it was like at the top of my list. So you write down a list and then pick the thing that would be like the scariest, hardest thing, and then do that. And you'll see a huge shift. But that was, that was their, their guidance. Does that make thank sense? Thank you
0: very much. Yes,
2: thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great night, Claire. Happy holidays to you. Okay, next we have Karen in Toronto. Hello, Karen. I'm here. Hello. Welcome.
0: I wasn't too fast. That's great. (laughs) Um, It's cool to be able to talk with you. Um, I think crossword is a very good word for me right now. (laughs) Yes. Crossroad. Okay. were. Uh, so I think one I'd love to learn how what I can do from my guide's perspective to both feel more supportive and turn more firmly in the direction I desire going in, rather than the whole back and forth crossroad feeling I have now.
2: I think you overanalyze too much about the outcome. You're looking for a guarantee of an outcome, and that's what you consider to be across the crossroad part. Um, The way that spiritual information works, like, you know, most people, they want, and and this is fair, it's fair. It's fair to feel this way because we're trained to be this way. We're trained that when you go into kindergarten, then you're going to go to first grade, and first is going to lead all the way through eighth, and then you're going to go to high school and then to college you know and there's always a curriculum and if you do this and this and this there's always a map you know when we get a GPS we see the whole route before we take the first step in spiritual information um, or you know energetic information it doesn't work like that there's a requirement that you step forward and then the next piece will be revealed then you step forward and then the next piece will be revealed it's a little bit more like going to a shopping mall and you get the dot you are here and then as soon as you step forward then you can go, okay, I want to go to Macy's and then they see the next dot and okay, I have to go there. And then you're in Macy's and you like, okay, now I want to go to the food court, so I'm going to go there. It's kind of, it's a different um, way that it works. So I think what you're identifying as a crossroad is really more of procrastination because you kind of want more of a guarantee that the direction you're taking is, is correct and that's trying to control the outcome. So the big the big prescription for you is to start to have more faith and to follow um, the energy. Now, one of the things, that's the tools that's coming up for you is to program a dream. Have you ever heard? Have you ever programmed a dream before? Hmm. Wow. Um... Have you? Have you ever programmed a dream before? Have you ever done that exercise? No. Okay. So I'm gonna teach you how to do that. So. What you're going to do is take a glass of water before you go to sleep and a notepad. you going to put the notepad next to your bed. You're going to drink half the glass of water. You're going to, well, ask a question, whatever the question is, what you know, which should I go this direction or that direction? Should I make this choice or that choice, okay? You're going to drink a half glass of water. You're going to write your question down, and then you're going to go to sleep. When you wake up, and you can even ask your angel um, to please, help your conscious mind to stay awake during the dream so you can bring the answer back to your your conscious waking state. And then when you wake up, you want to drink the other half a glass of water and record what you remember. And you'll start to see, if you don't get it the first night, it's okay. Give it about seven days. Um, of doing this, seven you know seven nights or seven sleep cycles, however you want. If you take a nap, you can do this during the nap too. You don't have to you know wait till you're sleeping at night. And um, you'll you'll start to piece together the the symbols. What they need you to do is just, they just need you to shut down so that they can give you the direct answer. So that hopefully can help you. I know it's a short answer, but it's a very 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 powerful exercise. Most people that I have do this. I, I mean, it's something I've used in the past as well. When you're when you're feeling that way, because right now you just get ang- you get anxious at whatever options there are, because you want to know that's definitely going to work. So I would definitely suggest do that and give that, give your guys more. Uh, uh, ha- let them have their way with you a little bit more, <laughs> and, uh, and, and and give you the guidance in that kind of dream state. It's going to be a lot easier. And you'll know you'll get that knowing. It's not too far off. So hopefully that helps. You there? Did I lose you?
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
2: Have a great night. Take care. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Guys are on fire tonight. Uh. Next is Tanya in San Jose. Hi,
1: Tanya. Hi. Hi, Mari. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, question? My question my question was um, I wanted to know if my guides had any suggestions about um, some uh, personal projects that I want to invest in next year. I want to go forth publishing a novel. I want to work with uh, an, an artist that has really great positive energy to work on a comic book with, um, and I wanted to also continue selling my own artwork and conventions around my local area, and I was just wondering if I should just go forth with all of them or certain ones, because the uh, publishing one does require investing some money, and right now my job, my part-time job is fluctuating, and I wasn't sure if I should just go forth with the investment and just go ahead with it. Uh, You're an established artist already, right? Um, locally, I'm, I'm getting
2: there. Okay. And, um, okay, so two things. One is, do you collect a list of names of people who know you and love you and and that you communicate with on a regular basis?
1: Um, I just make a mental note of, of those individuals. I, I don't have actual lists.
2: What, it's really important that the first thing you do is get a website and you start to, you have, you know, like when you go on My Pages and you see there's a place to put a name and email, an opt, it's called an opt-in box. It's important mm-hmm. that you have that so that you can start to collect names so that you can let people know when something is happening. So mm-hmm. I think right now, um, and that's going to give you an established audience when it comes to writing a novel, when it comes to selling, you know, anything, getting anything published. What they look for is a platform, is an audience. Like, who's going to actually buy this thing? So, mm-hmm. and and even if you're going to self-publish it and invest a bunch of money, you still need to know who's going to actually buy this because it needs to be profitable. I mean, it needs to be. Otherwise, it's just like you know, giving out a pamphlet at church. I mean, and it's just an expense. You know, you mm-hmm. want it to establish you. So. That's number one is to have a website and have you know even if it's just a couple of pages describing your you know your heartfelt project and you know and your art and where you where people can find you and so you need to establish yourself as a business. I know that you're very you're establishing yourself as an artist, but it, it you need structure once you have that structure it's going to give you the balance that you're looking for and it's gonna make those other steps come up uh, a little bit more clearly. It feels to me like um, the comic book and something that ha- is sooner than later. Novel takes time um,
4: mm-hmm.
2: to, to get. That's that's more of a labor of love over over a period of time. You know that could take years. Mm-hmm. Whereas a comic book, I think something that's artistic it's kind of feeding into something you're already doing anyway. Um, it, it's gonna that just feels like it has more light around it. For the time being, but more importantly, they're saying um, establish yourself with some structure, some business structure, so that you can even get opinions about what you're doing. You know, um, mm-hmm. that's that's really really important. The other thing that you might want to look into is doing a Kickstarter campaign. Are you familiar with crowdfunding with Kickstarter? Um, I've heard of it. Okay, if you go to Kickstarter.com, there's a um, one of my girlfriends actually is a is a big is a big um, children's book publisher, writer, and she's actually doing a campaign right now. And basically what you do is you come up with how much money your project is, what is you need to raise to do your project, and then you, you um, put a video up on Kickstarter, and then the public, um, you, and you have different levels of how much, um, you know, the different reward levels. So if they donate $10, they get this from you. If they donate 25 they get this. If they donate 1000 they get that. Um, you can go on Kickstarter.com and, and check check it out. And then so they pledge all this money to you and then um, over 30 days, and you have a goal. Let's say your goal is $10,000 to get the comic book done. And then at the end, um, you've had, you know, it, it, hopefully you meet your goal and then you have the money to go forward. You have to do a video and introduce it and everything, and then um, you can have the pledges. But the, the mm-hmm. before you do the crowdfunding, you want to kind of know your audience so you have someone to let know that you're doing a campaign somebody who's going to want to see that piece of art come to fruition so check out kickstarter.com um and and definitely look more into the business aspect of what you're doing and i think you been have well on your way okay hopefully that helps you so okay much. you're welcome take care tanya happy okay. holidays <laughs> okay moving right along we have amy in miami hi amy Hi. How are you? Hello. hello. Did I lose her? I think we lost her, Sam. Okay, so we're going to move on to Lindsay in Massachusetts. Hi, Lindsay. Or is that Maine? Oh, that's Massachusetts, I think. Yeah, Can you Hi, hear Lindsay? me, Molly? Yes, yes I hello.
0: can. Hello. Oh, great. I'm... Oh, yes. Happy holidays.
1: <laughs> you uh, too. My Happy question...
0: holidays. Well, a little bit early. Um, I was wondering if you can help me out with some insight on I'm experiencing some panic attack while I'm driving on highways. And I'm trying to go with the experience, but I would like to know if you had an insight on how I can move through this with ease and grace. (laughs) I'm trying to accept Uh, it, but uh, I know it represents something, but I'm just having a hard time with it, hon.
2: Um, okay, so what we were talking about earlier with the, the um, anxiety is, is that's more of a, an overload of energetic toxins, so you're really kind of like taking on a lot right now. It feels like the rest of your life is kind of there's like some chaotic stuff where you're carrying stuff for other people. It feels like, you know, it's family stuff and you're worried about this one and you're worried about that one. You're kind of like the person where everybody comes to for advice and, and, and you need that for yourself kind of thing. So um, the clearing that we were talking about earlier that I was talking about with the salt bath, that's going to help a lot. You're just picking up on a lot of group consciousness, a lot of anxiety of other people as well. Because so remember, everybody... If you're feeling fine in most other places and then when you get on the highway, you're feeling like that overload and that overwhelm. Um, yeah. There, it, 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 it's it, not necessarily yours. What?
0: That's what happens. I, I'm fine, bing, bang, boom, yep. and then I'm getting yep. busy and, and this is crazy.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I would definitely do some, some of those hot salt baths. Um, the other thing is... What's going on? Is there something going on with your car? Uh, I, not
0: I would, that I'm aware
2: of. I would I would actually go have get like a good tune up and check it out. It just feels like there's something. I don't know if it's in a. It feels like a wheel well or some kind of something in an axle or something. I think I think you need to go get your your car checked out. It may be your car letting you know something's not right. just wow. just, just yeah, go go get. I'm just getting to get your car checked. Will do. I'm not trying to terrify you or anything like that. It's just a precaution. At the very worst, we'll just be getting ready for winter. But um, definitely have them do an extra check. Like if you get your tires balanced or something, have them do an extra check on the wheel well. It feels like on the, I don't know, maybe on the right side or something. I don't know. But just have them check
0: that out as well. I will. All right, my dear. Hope that helps. Thank you, much, Mari. Love
2: you. Love you, too. Have a
0: great night.
2: Happy holidays. Okay. Uh, moving right along to Carol in Virginia. Hey, Carol.
0: Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. What's you your I'm, Oh My question is I'm in the process of just sort of setting down, making space in my life by setting down some activities that I've been doing that have been meaningful to me, but I felt in order to get i need to move forward into new places new livelihoods new lots of things so yeah. i'm making space in my life without right. necessarily knowing how i'm going to fill it just creating space yeah um, as a step and i would i would appreciate any additional guidance for sort of filling this up and moving it forward filling what up like well even though I don't know exactly where I'm going, I've made right. space to go somewhere. And so guidance that would help me, I guess, in this process of, of, of discovery or forward movement or whatever oh, one would okay. call it. Okay. I think
2: um one of the things that's gonna help you is gonna sound a little off the beaten path, is to um this is your prescription, they're just cut right to the chase. Is to work so, with mandalas. Have you ever worked with mandalas before? I have not. Okay, so if you go to, like, Barnes & Noble or um, major bookstore, they have actual, like, adult coloring books, uh, and it's not adult material. It's just, they're oh, okay. coloring books of mandalas. So they're actually black and white pictures of those big, beautiful designs. And then get yourself, like, a nice big, like, thing of markers, like every kind of color, like the 64-color kind of markers, and what I would do is work on those, because what the mandalas do is it's, a, it's an artistic way of meditation, and so it keeps you moving, you know, because your hands are moving, and what you're going to start to do, as your hands move in the coloring process, and in the, you know, the, actually taking in all the design and the fractals of the, of the mandalas, you're going to be opening up to receive that, that information that you're looking for. So, you're creating space, which is great, but the question now is, you know, what's next? And they don't want you to start to try to mentally fill that in. What? Because the, the whole point of making the space is so that you could be open to, you know, the the flow, the receiving. The coloring the mandalas is going to start to connect you with your inner voice. If you're more of a, kind of a feels to me like you might have a channeling contract where you will be working with a guy and kind of doing. You know, I don't know what will be readings or just uh, you know, penning books. So, you Not know, like Esther Hicks and Abraham kind of thing.
3: And then mandalas uh-huh.
2: will definitely help help to open that up. They also um, they also help to align all of the chakras simultaneously and get everything flowing. So oh. that yeah, that it's a really and they're really easy to get your hands on if you Google Mandala, you and read about it. You can probably order them online as well. But um, I know I've got a couple of those books right in Barnes & Noble in the art section.
0: Oh, okay. And will crayons right. work as well as markers? Um,
2: crayons will work as well, but I think colored pens and markers are better because there's more of a point to, the, um, to them and they're, it's just easier to handle. than okay. okay. All right, you. Thank you. You are so welcome. Have a great holiday.
0: Thank you. You too.
2: Uh, thank you. Okay, moving right along. Um, uh, where were we? Sam, where was I? <laughs> Alex. Okay, I think we're up to Kimberly in Georgia. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, how are you? Uh good, how are you? Good. What's your question?
1: Well, my question is, I have been teaching for a while, and I'm um, I'm burnt out. I'm ready to do something else to
2: increase my income, and I just want to know, you know, what information do I need to uh, move forward? Um. Well, first, I think you need a vacation. Your energy Thank you. is about <laughs> your energy. When you first said hi, I was like, whoa! It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're like it's operating at like 20%. So I think you definitely need a vacation of some sort. And that means the first, the, the vacation they're saying is actually what I call um, a phone fast, where you fast uh-huh. from talking to your friends, from talking to everybody else, from the news, you know, like an ele- electronic fast, a fast from Facebook, from all the social media, just like getting off the grid
3: for like two days.
2: And okay. that along with the clear the, the bath and the clearing that we were talking about earlier the smudging the alcohol essence the, salt, the salt bath um, and yeah. drink a lot of water you are very dehydrated my dear okay you need a lot more water like a lot okay um, water is an amplifier of energetic information so it, it when whenever you want to amplify so that you can actually get a clear more clarity on the situation drink a lot of water and that's what you need right now I think that combination definitely just taking a weekend fast from everyone and everything it's going to give you a lot better direction you are going to it's going to start to bubble up I think on the other side of January like after like January 15th to the 30th somewhere in there you're going to start to get ideas that are really going to be tangible that you just put in place okay all right, my dear okay have a great have a great night happy holidays okay next we have barbara in new york hi barbara here hello hello there um my question the two things i most want to manifest one would be to channel a book and the second would be to um have a romance it's been a long time i've been alone um which does has a stronger energy potential for twenty fourteen? I think they both do. Um they're on two different tracks. So um I would say, you know, it, it's okay if you multitask. What here's <laughs> here's the thing though. <laughs> um the man, is here. here's the thing, I have had this conversation with a lot of women this week, I don't know why. If you focus on the book and you focus on really creating the life that you absolutely adore, the man will just, their life's magnet to a woman who's completely passionate about her life. That is the most That's the biggest aphrodisiac there is, is confidence and a woman who's completely passionate about their life. And Hmm. I I know for me, I've had that where I had one guy who who was like watching me do my work and he was like so excited. He called my assistant and said, does she know why, has she mentioned me at all? And he was like doing everything he could to get my attention because I'm busy, you know? And they love it when you're not looking like you, you know, I had one person say to me the other day, I've cleared and I've cleaned myself and I'm ready and I just want to know where he is because it's time for him to come now because i fixed myself and I'm already ignorant. and there. And i was like, okay, that's really scary for a guy because it looks like you're just waiting for him so you can be happy. Be happy first. So I would say focus on the novel and you will become like an irresistible man magnet. <laughs> so there you go. Sounds excellent. Thank you. Okay. Good luck with your writing. Thanks. Bye. Okay.
0: Take care.
2: All right. Next we have Stacy and Marilyn. Hi, Stacy.
1: Hi, Marty. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing okay.
2: What's your question? My question
1: is similar to what Barbara just asked. I had a book project that's kind of fallen into it's just cold at this point. I need to get that jump started again, but I wanted it to be more of a channeling of a book, and so I was wondering how I can go about getting channel downloads. How can I better prepare myself or make myself open for that?
2: Um. Okay. So. Oh boy. So your the first thing is. Okay. The first thing is, like I said to the other gal, a phone fast, like getting like an electron, like going off the grid for a couple of days um, and so, so that you can get more into your own space. It, it feels to me like there's a lot of chatter around you. I don't know if you have a big family or around a lot of people or what's going on, but you're getting a lot of input from a lot of different places about a lot of different things. And maybe it's that you like to, like, have the radio in the background and the TV and all that. I don't, I'm not sure what it is, but you need solitude. And not necessarily to write the whole book and channel the whole book, but to actually tune in to that intuitive voice. The other thing is um, don't feel like you have to be perfect at your writing in order to do that. Because with channeling, they will start to, uh, they will first They need sort of a permission, you know, that you're going to be willing to receive the information for them. The second thing that you really need is uh, a, a very regular uh, practice. Like, for instance, I work from 4 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. every morning on my church stuff. I'm awakened, I'm up, I do my thing. Then I, I have the luxury to my life, I like to go back to sleep. But you need to pick that time when you're willing to receive your spiritual information, and I would start with journaling. And as you're journaling, you'll start to, you know, get that sort of give and take with them, and that information will start to, to come through. But the first thing for you is the, staff, it's like the phone staff, that's kind of electronic, you know, shut it all down. Just shut it down, you know, even if it's 24 hours. The second thing is doing some regular journaling, like at a set time each day just for your own self, and then they'll start to come through through that. Um, and then you will start to, to build up to a book. I would probably focus more on a few articles before I start a whole book. It's a lot of pressure, take it from me, writing for a long time. It's a lot of pressure to just go from like, if you haven't, and I don't know if you've been writing before, if you haven't been writing, say, okay, I am now going to channel a book. But I would channel... Um, you know, some pages and then shout some other pages. And they might be like seem like they're all over the place, but eventually they'll come to a rhythm in that order. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of help. Oh, you're welcome, Stacy. Have a great day and have a great holiday. Okay,
0: we have Linda in Illinois. Hi Linda. Hi Hi Mari. Um I just wondered what the guys um What advice they could give me just for my life? No, Um, um, they to give me something specific. Oh, something more specific.
1: Yeah, because we have a minute. (laughs) Go
0: ahead. Okay, I guess what I should start, I'm ready to, to go back to work maybe, but I really have no direction. I'm ready maybe to start again. I've been off for a while for health reasons, and... I think maybe I'm ready. I'm not sure if they could uh, give me some guidance. What to? What direction to go in?
2: You know, I'm gonna. Here's the here's the thing. I think that for you, is gonna be important to, one of the the tools that's really um, powerful and helpful when you're kind of ambivalent and confused is what is called Morning Pages, and I don't know if you've ever done them before, but this is a tool I personally use all the time. Um, it's great for establishing a relationship with yourself, because I think that, you know, when you've been sick and you've been, like, you know, sort of in and out, and, you know, one minute you're feeling, like, pretty okay, and the next minute you're not, because you're smooth focused on healing. It's easy to get away from your your voice because you're dealing with fear and exhaustion and all those things. So I think your confusion is just a a disconnect with you, with your inner voice. The way that you reestablish that connection is um, with what we call morning pages. This this is the quickest and most fabulous. It's it's a really, really powerful tool. And all you do is get up in the morning and write three pages. And you can do f- anything from, you know, you can start it off with, you know what, God you've really forgotten about me this week to, you know, your to-do list to, you know, gratitude to, you know, someday I'd like to do this or that. And just let yourself write just the, the, the rule about morning pages is every morning before you do anything else, get up to bed back and come back and you write your own stay patient. What it does is it helps your mental mind sort of dump out on the page. And then underneath that mental mind is your intuitive intuitive self. And once you get the mental chatter away, uh, you're going to have more ability to, uh, to connect. And then all that
0: ambivalence and confusion will go away. Great. So I just write anything, basically, right? Anything.
2: anything the most oh. important thing is to give yourself a consistent place to rest and metabolize your day through words, okay? Because what it's doing is it's metabolizing all the feelings. If you're anxious, you know, just write. Don't be afraid. A lot of people, this is for everybody listening, a lot of people are afraid to express negative emotion. They're afraid to express fear, you know, because they know oh, your thoughts create your reality. Well, you know what? If your thoughts are completely cemented in in, 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 you know, in the straitjacket because they're not allowed to express, that doesn't help. That creates those big boulders that, you know, we have to have this, you know, they ain't come and clear, right? So what we need to do, what you need to do, this is like brushing your teeth, okay? This helps you to clear your energy and let those, instead of those feelings getting all bottled up, so then you come up with this numbness that you're referring to, this numb, kind of numbing, I don't know feeling, what right. you're doing is you're letting all of it come out on the page. It's like, oh, I've been... If for a while and I don't really know what i want to do and maybe I'm going to go to work, but maybe not. And, well, you know what? If I was going to go to work, what would I want to do? Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to go to work today. Okay, so let's talk about something else. I think I need a new parachute. And literally that's how we can look. What that's okay. doing is it's metabolizing your, not just your, it's, it's the word, but it's metabolizing, it's helping your body to sort of let go of the chatter And you will see that if you do this consistently, I would say do it consistently for about 10 days, you're going to see a rhythm start to bubble up. And you'll see, like, yeah, the first part of the morning pages will be, you know, kind of all over the place. And then you're going to get this voice of wisdom. That's your infinite self. You're giving your infinite self, that bigger part of you, a a place to speak. You know, a place
0: to step in. And that will
2: really help you to to get there.
0: Does that help? That does a lot because recently um, intuition are told, go get four spiral notebooks. Go buy four spiral notebooks. It was over yes. and over, so I did. Oh, so thank
1: yep. you. That,
2: oh, you great. are so
0: welcome. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome.
2: Have a great night and a happy holiday. To you, you too. You too. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, okay. Where are we? Okay. Well, everybody, we have come to the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. I can't believe it. We have one more for the year of 2013 next week. I hope you enjoyed the readings tonight and all the information about clearing. If you would like to get a full um, reading with me, I would love to work with you. It's ahamomentsworld.com forward slash 2014 reading with an F. all right? And, And then Gina will get the appointment schedule and all that stuff over to you. Um, we have just a few more at our holiday gratitude rate of $99 for a half hour. And then they'll be going up probably next week. Um, we'll see how how this week, with the, oh, boy, my tired, how this week goes. But um, so I'd love to have you. And in the meantime, we are going to end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And in this energy, anything is possible. See you next week, everybody. Take care.
3: You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website
0: at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook
3: at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there